When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With this ring, Ivy wed is the culmination of the traditional wedding vows and the start of a couple's journey together as one. On today's case, Mr. Lee envisioned hearing these words on his wedding day when he proposed to Ms. Dunham with his grandmother's heirloom engagement ring. Now he says she's untrustworthy, controlling, and almost certainly a cheater. Let's hear their case. Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Starr presiding. Your Honor, this is the case of Lee versus Dunham. Thank you very much, Mr. Lee, Ms. Dunham. Mr. Lee, you are in court today because your fiance, you say, is controlling and manipulative. You want to end your engagement and you want your ring back. Yes, Your Honor. Ms. Dunham, you are here today because you say your relationship is experiencing some difficulties but you say it doesn't warrant ending your engagement. Yes, Your Honor. So, Mr. Lee, you all have been together, according to my records, two and a half years. You do indeed live together. You have some four-legged children, Grover and a lab mix, and you're engaged to be married. That's where the problem comes in. Exactly, Your Honor. Mr. Lee, why are we in court today? Well, Your Honor, I'm here because I made a big mistake proposing to my fiancé. Mm-hmm. At first, I thought that she really was the one, and I was just really wrong. She's controlling, she's full of broken promises, and she's a cheater. And honestly, I just want my ring back, and I just want to be done with this whole situation. That does not sound like wife material, if that's indeed what it is. No. Ms. Dunham, you heard what Mr. Lee said. What do you say? I'm here because I think all those things we can get past. You know, I want to get married. I'm in love with him. I think that he's exaggerating all these points and making a big deal out of nothing. And I'm ready to get past this and get on with our relationship. Ms. Dunham, he says that you are controlling, manipulative, and a cheater. That's a whole lot to get over if that's true. I don't think that that's all true. I think some things have been misunderstood. And I think if we get to the bottom of this, he'll figure out that, you know, these are things that we can get past. Then let's see if you are exactly right. Because, Mr. Lee, I'd like you to make your case. Talk to me a little bit about how you met and what led us to divorce court today. Well, Your Honor, we met online, actually. And, you know, our first date was a Korean restaurant. And we really hit it off. And I would say that my biggest draw to her was just her free spirit and, you know, her kind of entrepreneurial energy that she brought. And, you know, it reminded me a lot of people in my family, um, kind of in particular, my, my grandma. And it was all going really well. And Were you particularly close to your grandmother? I was, Your Honor. Uh, we'd always get ice cream when she was alive and um, she died when I was 16 and actually one of her last wishes was for me to find love. And I actually used her, her wedding ring uh, to propose to Olivia. Your grandmother's ring? 
Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. Absolutely. Absolutely beautiful. That's gotten us to this point right here. Uh, Ms. Dunham, talk to me a little bit about how this relationship started out and what has led us to go so wrong. Well, I was looking for a husband from the beginning, and he knew that. When we first met at that Korean restaurant, I immediately thought he was amazing. We had so much in common. We both, you know, are creative, and we enjoyed hanging out together, and it was great from the jump. And we've had our issues, but stuff we can get past. I'm going to go on back to you, Mr. Lee. How did the proposal take place? Can you walk me through it? Yes. Well, I proposed to her on her birthday, actually. And again, I used my grandma's wedding ring and it was all great. And we ended up moving to Atlanta um, from Virginia after that. And Can you tell me, tell me, I mean, I, I like, the, I'm the romantic. Tell me how the whole proposal went. Well, again, we went to uh, one of those Brazilian steakhouses. Oh, I love got, that. Where they cook in front of you. Yeah. So mm -hmm. it was great. We had, you know, a great meal and, you know, I got down on one knee and professed my love for her. And, you know, I just felt like she was the only one for me. And you asked her um, to marry you in front of everybody? Yeah. And yeah. that's when you gave her your grandmother's ring? Unfortunately, yes. Okay. And Ms. Dunham, tell me what your experience was like that evening when you got engaged. It was wonderful. We had a great dinner. I was actually wearing a blue dress, so the ring went perfectly with it. The ring... You know, it was my birthday, so not only did he propose, but that was the only gift that I received. So I, I figured, I mean, this is a birthday present. Girl, no, it's not. It's an engagement ring. Don't even try that. Okay, you can work that on somebody else. It's an engagement ring. You, you wear it on the finger for engagement. You're not wearing it on a birthday finger. Yeah, okay? and it's an engagement. So he, I mean, he knew he wanted to marry me. He did it in front of everyone. He made that promise in front of everyone. I'm not going to give it up that easy. Well, I think you're fighting for your relationship, which is uh, admirable. But fighting for the ring is a little bit different. So are we fighting for the relationship or fighting for the ring? I mean, I was told this ring is worth $15,000. And I want to keep it. And you... I want to keep him, too. It's interesting how, in which order you put those things in. I guess it's the first thing that came to mind. No, it's probably the first thing that you thought about. Yeah. Because the ring is the thing that's important to you. I love the ring. Ah. I think I... it's beautiful. And, yeah, I want to keep it. Your Honor, I didn't even know how much it was worth when I gave it to her. It's just been passed down for, like, generations, and I didn't even know she got it appraised. Let's get off the ring and go on back to the case for just a second. What makes you say she is controlling? Yes, Mr. Your Honor. Lee? One night in particular, uh, you know, I was hanging out with some friends. One friend in particular had come in from out of town. I hadn't seen him in a year. All of a sudden, I look over and I see her walking into the bar during boys' night. Okay. And she runs in, starts calling me certain words. He said that he would be back by nine. He told me that. He promised me that. And I had dinner ready. But I told her that also, I might be out later, you know? Yeah, like I'm a little boy. Well, that's a mean thing to say. And I'll say it again. Promotional consideration provided by Divorce Court will be right back. I told her that day that, you know, where I was going to be, who I was going to be with, you know, and it was kind of a, uh, like a boys' night, if you will. And, you know, we were having a great time. You know, I wasn't exactly on my phone, you know, because I was trying to enjoy the moment. And 
all of a sudden I look over and I see her walking into the bar and during boys night during boys night. Okay. We had no girls with us and she runs in, starts calling me, you know, certain words like the B word and a couple other things. And just talking about how disrespectful I was for not texting her back, even though she knew exactly where I was and what I was doing. And were you at the location you told her you would be at and with the people you said you'd be with? Yes, Your Honor. So I'm questioning, Miss Dunham, why were you so upset? Yeah, he is telling that story completely differently. That's what so, I want to hear from your mm -hmm. perspective. So I had, in fact, made him dinner that night, like I always do. He expects me to cook him dinner every single night, and I do because I like that time together. And I like doing, you know, nice things for him. But that was the third time that he had not come back for dinner. He said that he would be back by nine. He told me that. He promised me that. And I had dinner ready. I hadn't even eaten yet because I was waiting for him. That was rude. I agree with you on that. Yeah, that's disrespectful. So I was fed up. So I was like, I'm going to go see for myself, like, what he's up to. And, you know, if there's a problem. Because clearly, me at home, waiting to have dinner for him, having dinner made for him isn't enough. You know, Mr. Lee, you left out a certain part of the story when you told it. Well, that yes, she was Honor. expecting you. Listen, I told her that at nine I might show up, but I told her that also I might be out later, you know? Yeah, it's, like I'm a little boy. Well, that's a mean thing to say. And I'll say it again. That's a I don't mean, care. Wow. That's a really mean thing to say. Now so, you see what I'm talking about, Your Honor. Well, look, you picked her, excuse me. That's not like I did. Yeah, and you led me to this point, so... But you know I, what you did. All I do know is that was disrespectful. Yeah. So why would you not let Miss Dunham know that you were not going to make her home for dinner if you knew she was cooking for you? Well, Your Honor, honestly, um, that was a mistake. And, you know, I was kind of living in the moment. I see her all the time. We live together. And at the end of the day, I can just put that in the microwave and just eat it later. You know, I'm going to see her at some point. But, Mr. Lee, if your fiancé makes you dinner and you all scheduled dinner together, you don't find it rude to not let her know you're not going to be home in time for dinner and she should go ahead and eat something and not wait for you? You don't think that that would be the, the normal, adult, I, mature way of handling it? I told her everything. I told her how the night was going to go. No, he did not. I even explained that I might be late. And I don't think it's even justified that she would even have to show up to the place I'm at just for dinner. But, Mr. Lee, according to Ms. Dunham, this was the third time that you had blown off dinner. Is that true, or is she... No, Your Honor, she's exaggerating. And honestly, she honestly doesn't cook every day either. So, on top of all these calls at the bar, she did the same thing while I was at work and kind of got me fired from the job. Oh. I should be able to get a hold of him at work. Where did you read that in the fiancé manual? I found out he was selling my clothes, my winter clothes, and keeping the money. What in the world is going on with the two of you? If you'd like your case to be heard on Divorce Court, call us toll-free at 1-877-311-2222 or log on to our website at divorcecourt.com. Missed a show? Watch full episodes on our streaming platforms and follow us on social media for exclusive content. Okay, very clearly, Miss Dunham went left, but that was something there that made her go left. Mm -hmm. And I sense it was you being rude and not letting her know that you were going to miss dinner yet again. Because normally, 
People will stay home. They may get ticked off. You may get the silent treatment for the next day if that was the first time it happened. But most women are not just going to roll up on you unless this has happened before and they're sick and tired of you treating them with disrespect. So I'm giving you the benefit of the experience that I have. So my preference is that you tell me the full truth. Your Honor, I appreciate your support. I don't support you. I support the truth. I don't know you. Your Honor, it would be different if she wasn't calling me all the time. And, you know, a lot of times I just see her calls and it's like there's 12 in the history log. And So now I get it. You were intentionally ignoring her. No, Your Honor. I was enjoying my time with my friends. And, again, I just happened to not look at my phone. And I guess I'm just used to all the calls, like 30 in a row. And You didn't want to... Listen, Mr. Lee, here's the part. You are 27 years old. You are entitled to have a night out. You're entitled to have your privacy. You're entitled to do whatever you'd like as a young man. I don't see that you all have any children together. You are not married yet. You're entitled to do all of that. But what you're not entitled to do is be rude and disrespectful to the person that you live with. So you, if you wanted to stay out till 2, 3 in the morning, you're entitled to do that as long as you are comfortable with the ramifications of that. Okay? That's what I'm saying. That's called maturity in a relationship. Yes, Your Honor. You can legitimately say to your partner to your fiance, I'm not coming home, I'm ready to hang out with my boys, and don't call me 900 times, okay? You legitimately can say that. Because yeah. that's, that's what a grown man does. And I apologize, and I really thought that that was kind of already kind of spoken for. Are you sorry because, because you want the ring back? Well, let me tell my next story. Okay, what's the next story, sir? So on top of all these calls at the bar, before that, she did the same thing while I was at work, Um, I work as a data analyst, and for some reason, she thought that because I wasn't answering my phone, that she should just come up to my work. No, no, no. She actually came to my work. Don't you tell me that. Yes. Because you don't mess with my money. You do not mess with my money. You don't show up at my job and put me in a trick bag with the people that pay me a salary. Exactly. And I had to leave, actually, a meeting to go talk to her outside because she was knocking on the window. And I came out, we had, you know, we kind of figured it out, or at least tried to. And basically, you know, word kind of spread, and obviously the boss found out. And (laughs) actually, it kind of of got me fired from the job. Oh. So, you know, apologies, but I really needed at least some time with my friends to at least recover from that. So did this whole work situation happen before the skip dinner? Yes, Your Honor. Oh, so, Ms. Dunham, you did leave something out of your story. Hmm. See, there's always more layers. So there's a reason that he did not come home for dinner is because you put his work situation in jeopardy. As his fiance, I should be able to get a hold of him at work. Where did you read that in the fiance manual? I mean, all of his coworkers are girls. And you, you're telling me that he doesn't have a lunch break where he can call me back? No, Ms. Ms. Dunham, every relationship is what they want to make it. I know people that check in with each other every hour. I know people who go to work, spend the whole day apart, and don't check in at all because they're coming home at the same time every day. I mean, this wasn't about a check-in, though. Like, I found out he was selling my clothes, my winter clothes, without my permission... 
and keeping the money. What in the world is going on with the two of you? Your Honor, she has a whole closet full of all of these clothes that she doesn't even wear. She talks about selling and she never does it. So I decided that I would help her out, sell a couple of her clothes. No, no, you were not helping me at all. Excuse me. Stop for one Sorry, second. No, no. Miss Dunham, one second. You went in her closet, took her property, and sold it without her permission? Only because she... I mean, that's a yes or no? Yes, Your Honor. Violation. Under what set of circumstances do you think that was okay? Your Honor, she said that she didn't want them anymore. She had told me multiple times that she was going to sell them. And maybe she is lazy, maybe she is a procrastinator, but they're her clothes. Okay, you're probably in front of the wrong judge when it comes to that. I have more clothes than anybody needs to have. It's a daggone Target store in my house. But nobody's going in my closet and selling my stuff without my permission, because guess what? It's my stuff. Well, Your Honor, honestly, if I had this a job to This is why I'm not giving you even... a ring back. So. Wow. Mr. Lee, you want to make your point? Yes, Your Honor. I was going to say, if I even had a job that I didn't get fired from, I might have money to do other things. So, in other words, you sold her clothes because it was a tit for tat. She cost you money, so you sold clothes uh-uh. so that you could recoup some of the money? Well, and I was going to get her a gift with some of the money that I made. <laughs> you took the I... money to buy her a gift with her own stuff. <laughs> yes. Well, I gave her the money back, and it's all good. No, it's not all good. (laughs) You're in divorce court. It clearly is not all good. (laughs) It doesn't get more not good than it is right Mm -hmm. here today. Okay? In fact, you didn't give me the money back. That is just a straight-up lie. You said that she's controlling. I have to tell you, the two of you have lost control in a relationship. You say broken promises. You brought this case. Make your case. Yes, Your Honor. And just a little background... um, my family is not in the best of health. Um, I'm sorry to hear that. Yes, my, my mother kind of has a disease that makes her muscles weaker, um, you know, day by day. And um, so it's, it's hard for her to get up and it's, you know, hard for her to do certain things. And You're having some difficulty with your family. Yes, Your Honor. And health challenges. I understand Again, that. My, my dad just got diagnosed with cancer a couple months ago. It's a lot that a family is dealing with. It is. And, you know, when he got the diagnosis, uh, you know, they called and asked for help that we could come up and Olivia and I could come up and help for, you know, maybe a week. I understand that a lot. I mean, that's what a lot of families have to do, Um, you know, especially in this day and age when you don't have a whole lot of money right in your at your hand. If you can just have the family come together and help out that does not put an extra burden, an extra financial expense on the family. I get it. Exactly. So what happened? You well, all didn't go? Well, I went. <laughs> Next time on Divorce Court. Going and taking care of his family, that's his responsibility. That's not mine. You know what you care about? That ring on your finger that you think is worth $15,000. That's what you care about. So when we first met, she was a stripper. Sounds like a bad R&B song. I'm in love with a stripper. (laughs) Go ahead. She was lying about stripping, and she was going to different cities and doing it. What I need in a month, I can make in two days there. 
I understand you did ask your sister to come in as a witness. Miss Lee, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you for having me. Were there any specific instances that made you question Miss Dunham's suitability for your brother? She was texting me after the engagement. Oh, do you know how much the ring costs? Do you know a good like appraiser that I could take it to? She is to, like... She's just trying to make me look bad. No, she doesn't have to. You look bad. Made in Georgia.